Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I've been batching it for um, basically three days now. Mmm. Uh, I am just doing terrible things for my body. <laughs> Go on. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I should have spoke a lot more quickly after that. I don't know what it is. I was kind of talking to Nick about this, but something about when when a guy gets on his own that he's that he thinks that it's time to just go all out on on the bachelor mm. stuff, you know? I don't know if mm-hmm. you if you do you experience that that much you think with this is know. probably going to hurt your feelings, but no, I don't. Yeah, well, I don't necessarily just mean pizza, but <laughs> Oh, you mean so you're saying as time goes on in a relationship, the tendency to assault your body after <laughs> when you have some time off. This really sounds like we're talking about doing something really Abusive. gross, but you're talking about like eating and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like Staying up late, being, watching being a sloth, watching movies, bloodshot yeah. eyes when I wake up. Right. Yeah. That doesn't really happen to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you think of like the concept of like a guy's weekend, like something like that. That's not really appealing. I mean, that that in and of itself appeals to me. But like if uh, if my girlfriend goes out of town for a weekend, I don't take that chance to like inject Doritos into my veins. <laughs> you know, like my routine doesn't really change. But uh, yeah, I would definitely, yeah, like a bachelor weekend, like... That kind of thing appeals to me, yeah. But I don't look for every excuse I can to do those sorts of things for some reason. Yeah. Well, I think it's because, you know, I'm a dad now, you know? So it's changing Mm. it's changing a little bit of my my mindset with with things and it's like whereas just going back to doing all the things that I did before I got married, before I had the kid, you know. Yeah. And I don't think they're all that great. You don't think so? Well, I, I kind of thought, I don't know. I've always kind of had this feeling that there is like another way to enjoy life and that would be like as a, as a single human, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of realizing, I don't know if I'm all that great a company all by myself, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a real that's a real thing. Um, I think once you've experienced like having a good wow, we're we're getting deep right off the bat here. Yeah, I like why it. not? It's all right. I think once you've experienced like a good partnership or a good, um, you know, like in your case, family experience, it's hard to go back to, you know, eating pizza over the sink like an animal, like. <laughs> You know, I did the bachelor thing or like, you know, I lived completely by myself for a year and change, I guess, like a year and almost two years. But um, it was great, but I don't know. I'm in the same boat. Like whenever I think about if I could, if things like really went south and I had to do that again, I would be super, super lonely all the Mm -hmm. time, you know. And uh, it's a hard thing to like become... I think everyone should try to become like really comfortable in their own presence, but I can do that for a few days at a time. Yeah. And then I like, I need, I need the interaction. I think the concept of 
just the concept of living with someone too changes it. It's kind of like yeah. having another soul in the house just definitely does right. something to you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I'm kind of joking, but not really. I have had a lot of pizza. Um, <laughs> but I think, I don't know. I, I just think it's, um, I, I'm trying to word it carefully so that I don't sound like a terrible person. It's been a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I've had a lot of fun just vegging out and doing my thing at night, you know, instead of having mm-hmm. any real responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I think having a roommate, having someone to just bounce ideas off of and talk to during the day, I want, I want to move in with you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got an extra room. I know. Do you, find, do you find that, I mean, it's been a while since you've actually lived alone, but... Mm. Do you find that having someone with you helps you keep on top of like uh, chores and dishes and things? Absolutely. Like, um, I my girlfriend's gonna listen to this and probably laugh because <laughs> I am really, really terrible about like keeping stuff picked up and um, doing dishes and stuff, which people have told me is surprising to them to th- learn that about me because of how like in a work setting or in like things that I'm passionate about, I'm really like detail oriented and organized and all this. But Mm -hmm. I think I only have so much bandwidth to be that way. And so when I'm at home, it, I'd like, I'm not really that way at all. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, I feel like since I've been living with my girlfriend for the last couple of years, I have been more aware of my own annoying sloppy tendencies. Like your own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it doesn't normally go that way, but like I'll walk through the kitchen, especially since, you know, I've been the entire time that we've lived together has been during um, this COVID era where Mm -hmm. I have not been in the office most of the time, you know, most of my time is working at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So I go through a lot of dishes in a day because I eat a lot and I, for some reason, cannot get myself to just use the same plate every time. So I'll go through like five bowls in a day or like multiple <laughs> plates and like just leaving trash out on the counter and like all this stuff. And I I hate clutter and I hate messes and I just wish I could blame it on someone else. Yeah, you know, like right. it's becoming more and more obvious to me that like all of the messes are my fault. <laughs> and uh, I don't know that that sort of thing, like. I, it doesn't really make me any better at like keeping things clean, but it makes me feel super guilty when she does the cleaning one day yeah. mm. and it makes me feel like I need to dedicate at least a, at least some portion of like most of my weekends to at least like doing all the dishes that I've piled up over the week or like a couple times a week. I try to at least like do a load of dishes or, or whatever, because I know it's, they're all my dishes. So I don't know. Do you, like before you were married and lived together, were you more or less sloppy than you are now? I was definitely more sloppy. I think I'm usually the, I'm the same as you. I do not like clutter, but yeah. I don't do a lot of deep cleaning. I mean, right. I would, but she, she's doing it. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great for me. You know, I was always the guy in college who had to finally, you know, clean the toilet that the four of us shared you know yeah because no one and the day-to-day neglect 
that is there dude there is just something i like not to sound patriarchal or whatever there is just something about when a woman cleans a space versus when you clean it yourself like absolutely it's probably the most frustrating thing of my entire life but i can really i can try my hardest like really give in 110 (laughs) percent at trying to clean the kitchen and it is never as good as when she does like half effort on it you know like I get that most of the time I'll just do the dishes and like maybe wipe down the counters and call it good. But like even on the days where I'm hands and knees, like scrubbing the floor, like pull everything off the counters, completely wipe it down, Mm. all that. It still is just not as good as when, when she does it. So part of me is like, maybe I should just like, you know, we'll play to each other's strengths. Right. And just let her handle that, (laughs) that domain. But then I realized that I don't really have any other strengths in that arena. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm, I really don't know what I bring to the table in terms of this, like, uh, housekeeping thing, but. Hmm. Yeah. I grew up with mom always resetting the house every, every night, you know? Yeah. Every morning you wake up and right back to where it started, you know, the, mm. the day before and, mm-hmm. um, so that's a little bit different for me. I mean, we'll let things kind of gather you know right. like mail um, yeah shoes and coats are big ones because i tend to like don't know why i do this but i just always hang my coat on the nearest chair when i get inside of somewhere. yeah i do the same thing and then well then i'm looking for my coat and i don't know where it's at so i grab another coat and then there's like layers of coats on cycle one chair. yeah yeah <laughs> that's about as bad as it gets for me right the mail thing, uh, yeah, we have stacks of mail that just keep accumulating on our counter. Yeah. For some reason, I can't bring myself to throw mail away. Yeah. Even if I know it's not all that important. Like, I yeah. just, I feel like, I, especially if it's got her name on it. Yeah. Like, if it's some <laughs> stupid bill or like, you know, one of those bullshit uh, credit card promotions mm-hmm. and it has her name on it, I'm like, she's going to throw this away. Yeah. But I, I leave it for her to throw away. Like, why right. don't I just, why don't I just throw it yeah, away? Yeah, let her look at it. He always yeah. puts mine in like a stack of things. So she, my wife kind of does this thing, I think. A lot of the things that I talk about on this podcast with her, we've never talked about. It's just... You and her have never talked about? No, it's just how it goes. Love that. Um, but she'll do this thing where she, she filters the mail and then she will leave a stack of actual important stuff and it's just all mine to do. Mm. Like I've always... It kind of goes with finances and stuff. There's better people for the job, definitely, but I manage ours, you know. Yeah. And I do credit card stuff. And so I think that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. But like there was one in there that was like a coupon for some store that she goes to that she put in the important stack. And I was like, does this mean are you in? wants you to go <laughs> get her a treat or 50% yeah. off? But the, yeah. Mm. So. There's little things like that, the little sleight of hand things, you know, yeah, that you just get from moving around each other almost in a way too, you know, like mm-hmm. you think about it, you guys, especially you, I mean, newer in your relationship, I feel like your lives are a lot more separate than, than like mine is. Right. You know, and that's interesting because there's basically two people occupying one space and using it as if it's their own 
Yeah. But it's kind of like preschool, like you're learning to share, <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our arrangement is, is interesting to me because I am home almost all the time and she is not home almost all the time. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of days where I do kind of feel like I uh, live alone, you know, or that I am, am here. I mean, I literally am here by myself a lot yeah. of the time. Um, and then, you know, if she works late, she comes home and we don't have all that much time together or the time that we do spend together is kind of, I'm not great. Like when I am at the end of a long day of wanting to like have any sort of conversations with anyone, I just like want to sit and watch TV and unplug. Um, and that's something that I'm learning. Like, you know, she'll come home late and I, I should still like, put my phone down for 10 seconds and ask, how was your day? You know, Mm -hmm. the things like this, like these are the things about, you know, living with someone that you're romantically involved with that no one like really talks to you about. It's easy when, when you live apart and you're dating because every time you spend together is like an intentional chunk of time. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, well, I'm going to go hang out with this person. I'm going to be, you know, off my phone or we're going to be out doing something or whatever. But when you live with someone, all those things kind of, they blur together. So like the time that we spend laying on the couch together, then just like kind of like transitions into our date night when we go out somewhere. It's kind of hard to make that, that shift in, um, you know, intentionality for me for some reason. Yeah. So when she comes home from work to you, sometimes it still feels like, she she doesn't live with you and like you're just having your girlfriend come over. No, I saying? wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say oh. that. It's just that like sometimes she'll come home at like eleven at night. Yeah, and I will. I will have been. I'm like about ready to fall asleep. Yeah, you know. So like, if there's multiple nights like that in a row, it's like we almost spend zero time together. Like mm. there are t- there there have been times where I've like not seen her for like two days because. uh I will have like fallen asleep before she got home and then she'll be up and left by the time that I wake up. Cause sometimes <laughs> she works super or, like she goes to the gym super early and then she'll go to work and like, we just kind of like ships in the night sometime, which is insane because we live in an apartment. It's not like we yeah. live in this giant house where we can like really escape each other, you know, like, yeah, it's just like we have, we have very different uh, schedules. So um, it's, yeah. it's been an interesting thing. So like, to try to tie this back to what we were originally talking about, like when, when I talk to people like you who are around their significant other, like most of the time, like when you're not on the road or anything, like most mm-hmm. of your time is spent around them. That to me sounds super bizarre. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what I would do in that, in that situation. Cause she, Lauren and I both are both the kind of people that really appreciate like our own kind of alone time, you know, yeah. like we don't feel the need to be, in the same room together all the time if we both have the day off but yeah um so yeah it is interesting when when you and i talk about it because we're in very different uh position or like situations yeah and so she's a, she stays at home you know she's right full-time mom and that is um that changed a lot too i think i think that mm. when she was working another job she, it was an office job but she didn't she didn't enjoy though um, she was gone for like eight hours a day. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, I was working, so similar situation to you, but basically two years ago, she quit at that job and came home. Plan was to go on the road full time, uh, you know, 2020. And then, and so then we were just kind of in this limbo and she is always doing something. Always. She does not sit around. And so I don't, that's what I'm talking about. I think in the major, like as I'm sitting here for three days thinking about it, there is so much that gets done by her. Right. Just right under my nose. Yeah. And like I walked in, saw the laundry basket and it's just, you know, because I got running clothes every morning. I usually sleeping clothes. Do you, you wear like the same sweatpants to bed a few nights. What are clothes? Sleeping? You sleep yeah, in yeah. clothes? Yeah, no, I, yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're, I'm just kidding. You're like one of five people I know that sleep buck naked. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't and I, I don't like doing that either. I you feel don't like, like I, sleeping naked? No. I totally no. thought you did. No. Oh, man. No, that's I, why I, I didn't I, climb in your bed with you. I, uh, I really don't prefer it. Um, there are some times where, you know, I wake up naked, which is interesting i don't really i don't always know how that <laughs> happens but <laughs> i definitely don't always go to sleep naked yeah. um yeah i i tend to like wear the same thing to sleep every yeah. night or mm -hmm. like most nights yeah i gotta at least do a shirt because i'm just kind of like a sticky guy like mm. just kind of sweaty i always yeah. get hot inevitably in the middle of the night and if i don't have a shirt on yeah it's like I feel like Play-Doh or something stuck to myself. I'm kind of the opposite, man. I, I feel like I have to have at least some draws on. Oh. Well, I meant that. I meant no pants. You, <laughs> you said you PG have to... 13 No, bikes. you said you have to have a shirt on. I usually don't have a shirt on, but I have no something shirt. on. It's down south, yeah. Got no it. shirt pants. Got it. Is my configuration generally. It'd be really funny if I was shirt... <laughs> no draws <laughs> yeah that's what you made it's it sound like a big, like big girlfriend tee bare ass but with a with a, a sleep shirt like a new girl nick's nick's uh <laughs> yeah. sleep shirt it's, it's like what we really need to do is go back to the the long john days that had like the butt flaps yeah you know? so yeah man the combination of these last two podcasts have been the most disgusting we've ever done in the history of <laughs> what was disgusting last time uh wasn't the last one when we talked about toilets a lot? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's getting um, to the so, end of the year, man. We're running out of content. You know, we, you know, we have to have our uh, our brainstorming summit here at the end of the year. You know. Um, but what I was saying before talking about sleeping clothes was I've got, I'm kind of, I have a lot of clothes every day that need yeah. washed. Right. I, I would feel that you're the same probably. Yeah. And just on my own, that has stacked up so high. And I'm nervous to do the laundry. This made me sound like such a weeb, but I don't even know what that word means. I should have said it. <laughs> but, but I don't, I'm nervous to do the laundry. I really am. Like there's a, it's just like you said with the kitchen, you know? Yeah. It's just a certain kind of clean Mm. And I'm I'm kind of infamous for I'll throw all my workout clothes in and then like maybe a pair of jeans or something because I think yeah. you know those might go together and then 
which they don't. And then my jeans just kind of have this stank. This must. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like laundry. Do you you do yours, surely? You get Yeah, we do separate. we do our own laundry for the most mm-hmm. part and uh man, I mean this is going to sound terrible, but if I could convince her to just do all the chores, I I really would because really? I I hate dishes and I hate doing laundry like Yeah. My new system for laundry has been um doing the laundry normally what i do is i just leave it in the dryer and i'm fishing shit out of the dryer and i'm always stressed out because i can't find what i need because of course i'm hunched over like an animal digging something out of the dryer (laughs) in the dark like it's an easy problem to solve you know yeah um so then second to that i'll usually just pull everything out and put in a laundry basket and then be digging Mm -hmm. everything out of a laundry basket every every day so i've been trying to be better about putting everything in the laundry basket and then while I'm watching TV, fold all my laundry because then mm-hmm. the putting it away goes way faster if it's all folded and put on hangers already and stuff. So really the problem for me is putting the laundry away. That's the part I don't like. Um, so if I can do like 90% of that while I'm watching TV, mm-hmm. it's better. But, yeah. you know, I still don't always do that. So I'm yeah. I'm like the worst roommate ever. I honestly don't <laughs> understand why I still have a girlfriend that is deciding <laughs> to live with me. <laughs> yeah i always just think you know when 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 my wife stopped working her job um we didn't have a conversation like okay now you're gonna do all the dishes right right you know you're gonna make all the sandwiches yeah um that we didn't have that conversation it just happened and that stuff can wear the person out yeah especially if maybe that's one of the primary tasks of their day right you know so there's Mm -hmm. me you know god bless her and then the boy Mm -hmm. and then all her things and Mm -hmm. we also have a dog so Mm -hmm. that's a lot of hair granted our living space is small but that's almost worse in a way right things it's way more obvious when things are stacking up yeah Mm -hmm. it's i've she'll do like a full day of chores and she's just as tired, if not more, than I am doing right. anything that I do, you know? Yeah. It's it's hard to take care of people, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I think it's an underrated job. You know, people, people will say that, like, someone is a stay-at... I hate when people say they're just a stay-at-home mom or something, yeah. you know? Because it's like, okay. Yeah, I don't say that. You think she's just at home and they also hired a maid to do all this, you know? <laughs> there are there are people like that, and that is obnoxious to me. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I really couldn't imagine any situation in my life where I'd be super stoked about, like, just doing chores, like house yeah. chores all day, mm. um, every day, you know? It's hard enough for me to do them periodically, you know? And I also want to clarify, I don't know if we have unintentionally alluded to this in any way but we're not the kind of guys that just expect women to make sandwiches and do house chores and stuff no um we're just you know speaking through our our lenses so i felt like i had to say yeah and that's the thing is you know when she was working full-time too we were both taking care of all the chores the tasks i like that we're calling them chores i don't i don't know if i've called them chores since i was like (laughs) 13. yeah i don't know i guess that is kind of like a, a i don't know why i still just call them that i think it's because i hate them so much that yeah. i would i would hate to give them a better name like 
That's what it like is. Like tasks. Tasks to me are something that seems like worth doing. Chores yeah. still seem like a waste. They feel like a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we split that, you know, pretty yeah. much 50-50, like I said, and I talked about it. It was a lot more of us ha- asking each other for help with that stuff, though. That does really? not That does not happen now, you know? Yeah. I get, you know, there's just certain things that I've always done that I kept doing, which is basically just take out the trash, and that's right. it, you know? But, um, and I... And I tend to do the decluttering, you know, I said I don't like it and that that tends to be my fault, but it it gets to a certain point, especially in my space in there where I can't do anything until it's clear, you know, are you that way with your office too or is it? Yeah, I'm definitely that way. Um, Like, cause I, I really do hate clutter, but I, for some Mm -hmm. reason always let it get to a point of maddening like a maddening level before i'll do anything about it you know yeah i'm not great about keeping things organized i let them get really nasty and then i do a deep you know cleanse of everything but yeah my workspace um i'm looking at it right now and it's it doesn't look great (laughs) but um i have found that like the days where i spend like a day um to just like completely clean off clean everything off my desk wipe it down re put every like replug everything back in and like rearrange it um and really start fresh like i'm so much more productive for like the, mm-hmm. that whole week until it goes to shit again and then i leave it that yeah. way for like a month but yeah so, my workspace i try to keep nice so productivity for you like including keeping stuff clear on your desk and stuff that to you that is the routine being completed successfully I would imagine, is that kind of how it checkpoints in your brain? Um, Not really. Like, I don't feel like I need to clean my desk every day before I can get anything else done. Mm-hmm. But there are times when it will get to a point where it's so unorganized that, like, it takes up mental energy for me to, like, see the mess you know like mm-hmm. out of the out of the, my peripheral vision or whatever like if i just see shit while i'm trying to work yeah. it it drives me nuts so i mean there are people that will like start and end their day or at least one of those two things uh, with cleaning off or reorganizing their desk um i just i'm not that way i i should be like that would be a good way to start your day like yeah every day like start from scratch but i don't do that you know when you were growing up did your mom and dad have did they do things that you expected your dad to do and your mom to do like we just talked about how we you and i agree that there's no role specific to a certain right gender that's the word yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Man, that is for some. Why does that have to be such like an uncomfortable word these days? It's like I was. I didn't even think about it until before I said it. I was like, <laughs> I'll say shit and damn on this podcast. I don't know. Is, gen- I is gender like an off limits word? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no. To answer your question, um, actually, to answer your question, yes, there were certain <laughs> things that, that like uh, my mom took care of versus my dad. Um, but my mom, my mom stayed at home with us um, when we were growing up. She, yeah, 
she worked from home, which also let her, you know, be a stay-at-home mom and a yeah. working professional all at, all at the same time, which is which is pretty wild. Um, that she also like had a a, a quote-unquote normal job that whole time, but um, yeah, I mean, she did all the, like the the dishes and laundry and and all that stuff, and um, you know, my dad was always the like the project the the one in charge of projects like we need a room painted or um, something fixed or whatever that was that was his domain um but he you know would pitch in i remember like very vividly um my dad would would do dishes a lot like if my mom had made dinner and she, then mm-hmm. she would go start to do the dishes then he would be like no no let let me do those i'll do those yes. you know or if he made the mess in the kitchen then he was pretty intentional about being the one to clean up the mess yeah so stuff like that like there was always overlap right um and then there was always a lot of times where my sister and i would not do any of those things and we would get in super trouble for it you know yeah it's like yeah i mean i now as an adult completely understand why my parents would get so mad at us for not picking up our stuff and not doing the dishes and stuff like oh yeah i didn't get it at the time which is embarrassing, but I get it now, <laughs> but it still has not made me any better at doing those things, mm. you know, for whatever reason. Like I could imagine being, if I had a teenage kid that was old enough and competent enough to do all those things and just not doing those things, I would be like, bro, yeah, go, go rent somewhere. You're not allowed to live exactly. here anymore. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like the that. one thing right. we're asking you to do. Like earn your keep just, just a little bit. But the hard part for me, like we talked a little bit last week about like things that I've been thinking about, you know, if we, if we have kids is like, how am I going to handle that? Because I know I'm 26 years old and I still can't do the dish, like get myself to do the dishes and like put my yeah. stuff away. How am I going to handle that as an adult or as a dad, like telling a kid to put his stuff away? And then yeah. like, I'm really going to have to get my shit together and like, uh, be an example. But yeah, yeah, you are. I think about that with, um, like our dog right now, the taking care of her, feeding her, all that stuff is, I love doing it. I love Hmm. spending time with her and stuff like that because that might be like my new alone time sort of you know yeah i mean right. still with her um we've been trying to i'm trying to use that running belt where it kind of bungees and yeah she can go a little ways but it kind of pulls her back and, uh-huh. um that's been good but i've been thinking about when the boy gets old enough his in my mind, I already see pretty clearly that like taking after taking care of her will be his mm. responsibility. Mm-hmm. Did you did you guys get like quarters for chores or anything like that, or was it like? Dude, my parents tried so hard to incentivize yeah. us to do chores. Yeah, and we <laughs> like what, time dude? and time again let them down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I guess I don't need money to the point where like. At one point, they were offering us like almost minimum wage pay to do. Like, my mom had an, a timesheet and like tasks that Sarah and I could like choose which ones we wanted to do, and we'd mark them off and say how much time we spent on it. And we had like an hourly pay. And we like, I still never 
accumulated any money because i didn't do any of it you know stuff like that Even like when you and it's weird because i'm so financially motivated but i just yeah i don't I, honestly i look back at that and i really kick myself for how much of a a punk i i wasn't even doing it like i wasn't neglecting it out of i wasn't intentionally neglecting it you know um it's just something about the way that i'm wired i can't i just like will walk through a room and not see the mess i remember like very clearly my 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 parents would like rip into me for this like can how do you just walk through here and not see all your stuff laying around i'm like yeah "I, i don't know i just do you know um I think it's like a ADHD thing or or whatever, you know, but yeah, this, that trait to me does not seem like it belongs to you. I know. That's what I'm saying. My friend Jake. When I tell people that they're, they're kind of, there are some people who are not surprised by that, but those are also the people that just assume that all guys are slobs, which is annoying to me. Um, But the people that know me well and how I, I can be very type A in certain aspects of my life. Yeah. They are definitely mm-hmm. like, they come into my apartment. Like who lives here? Is this your place? I've never been in there when it's messy. Well, when we have company, we do, she and I yeah, both like, keep... we like, we both are intentional about cleaning, uh, high and low when yeah. we have people coming over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably maybe belongs to your, uh, let me just assess you here. Okay. It Deal. probably belongs to your your desire to you you accomplish a lot of things in a day. And I just know that about you. Your work, your gym, you do your meal prep stuff. I know you do that on the weekends. Right. But it's probably just a negligence for the need to have all that picked up as you go. Like you need to go to point B. Yeah. Should drop the coat. Yep. Exactly. Path of least resistance, you know. See, but I don't think it's okay though, you know? No, I don't either. And like, that's not an excuse. I think it's a huge me. I think it's a major problem. And the other thing, which is also embarrassing that it's taken me twenty six years for me to make this realization, but <laughs> I I spend a lot of my time in a day walking from room to room looking for one thing like looking for my wallet or looking for my keys or looking for my shoes or something you know something and the other day like it it frustrates the hell out of me when i cannot find something Mm -hmm. and for like my entire life i have always just like tried to find someone else to blame for that than myself which is ridiculous because like yeah lauren is not hiding my keys from me you know I'm the one that's putting them somewhere (laughs) stupid every time. We have a key hook, we have a bowl, and I don't use them. But I I very clearly had this thought the other day that was like, if I just put everything in the same spot every time, I would not be spending so much of my mental bandwidth looking for shit every day. That That is the key. It has to be. Yeah, but the thing is, I grew up with my dad pounding that into my brain and I still never did oh, it. He always said but that, it took yeah. me like 13 years after that to make that realization myself. Yeah, that's crazy. And I still I, don't do it. I only I think the only place I'm really religious with that is with my backpack and mm. I mean that's everything when you're on the road, you know. It's 
all everything that I use for work and play and is in one spot. And I had to. I same thing you just said. I said Tyler, you are not. You are not going to be rummaging through your backpack anymore. Yeah, there is not enough time in the day for me to be digging down in the bottom just to realize I put it in some side pocket. Right. That it should have been in the first place, and everything in I have this one catch-all pocket, and it's only because I don't know where to put that stuff. But yeah. I know that that thing I'm looking for that I can't find probably is in, in the catch-all pocket. Yeah. So those little um those minor pouches that we got yeah are so sweet stuff like that yeah they're dope. Yeah. I yeah, I have a major thing for uh travel organization for some reason like i i have spent many a many a day just like browsing through the pelican case website and like thinking about what how i would pull the foam out and like what i would put in there Mm -hmm. and all this stuff it's it's weird for someone who doesn't put anything in any place in particular i'm very particular about my like when i travel i have a system for where everything goes i like to like when i'm flying i really try to streamline that as much as possible so like i will like i've gotten to the point where i don't wear jeans in the uh airport anymore because i don't have to take my belt off like i wear Mm -hmm. shoes that don't tie i wear sweatpants that so i can't have a belt um Mm -hmm. i like have all of my stuff in one place so i can just pull out like my id when i need it like i have it all timed out and like ordered it's awesome but yeah that is um, awesome the flip side is my girlfriend is not that way so mm. when we travel together or do things like that together, it can be a high tension environment because <laughs> she is definitely a purse digger. Whenever she needs her ID, mm. she's like, she doesn't put it in her wallet. And I feel comfortable saying this because I say this all to her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't put it in her wallet. It's always just like loose in her bag somewhere. <laughs> yeah. and it's And it's not until the very second she needs it that she thinks to look for it, you know? Yep. So there's so many times that we're at a counter where she's like, digging around for her card or she's digging around for her ID and I'm just like biting my mm-hmm. tongue. I was like, don't say it. Don't yeah. say anything right now. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. Purses are wild. They're I, just, yeah. You so, know, I, I think that they told us not to look in them, not because it was to be a gentleman, but because... You don't want to know. You would be scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. You don't want to know. <laughs> Dude, to me, it's just like, if I had a purse it would look no better than any woman's. Like it would be full sure. of shit that you don't need, that I wouldn't need, you know? But that to me is the problem. Women have this bag that is just an excuse for them to fill with stuff, you know? Guys are yeah. guys get one thing. Guys get a wallet. Mm-hmm. We have to pick and choose what things go in the wallet. But girls with a bag, yeah. they've got chapstick. They've got, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't know what else they have other than chapstick, but... They have this at least kinda, one thing at Chapstick. This is kind of reminding me of the Seinfeld episode, very briefly. George's dad goes in with Kramer on a business idea for the... Kramer wants to call it the bro. Yeah. But George's dad wants to call it the man's ear. Right. And it's like a bra for Male men. bra. And like, yeah. what are you going to do? Put hooks in the back? No, it's Velcro. <laughs> and I, like, uh, I was just thinking about the... There's always that joke, you know, I remember on Friends that Joey had that that Merce for yeah. a little while, you know? Right. I was just gentrifying objects now, but... Yeah, pretty much. Uh, would you do it? Would you do the satchel? 
If it we've, was, I feel like we've had this conversation. Uh, have we? Off, off pod, off, off pod, pod yeah. off pod. Um, off pod. I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely would because I hate the feeling of like a bunch of stuff in my pockets. Like I hate having my phone, keys, wallet. Like I wear kind of tight pants, so that's also partly my fault. But <laughs> it just makes what me, it that? makes me feel claustrophobic when I have a bunch of stuff in my in my pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, in the winter is better because I can like offload some of that to my coat, like breast pocket, mm-hmm. which is nice, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, if it was like, if I didn't know 100% that I would have to explain it to everybody everywhere I went, I would definitely do the man purse thing, the satchel yeah. thing. I'm, you know what? I think the conversation we had was more of like the utility belt, right? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. No. There's no way to I, make I it. I think you look like a police officer. Yeah, there's no way to make it look fashionable. And like, I mean, if you put like a bat symbol on the front, though, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. We can do that. Man. Yeah. I think like the fanny pack situation is probably my ideal. Not something oh, that's yeah. not something that's so big that I need to think of new things to put in it, but just big enough to carry all the things that I already carry. Yeah. But the problem with that is the only fanny packs, you know. As soon as you say fanny pack, you imagine the dork wearing a fanny pack. Like they all look yeah. terrible. Yeah, and no I've tried to go. find like fashionable or like a leather one or something and they'd look too like cowboy, wild westy, you know? Like leather is a hard thing to to do, right? It's either like really bedazzled or like weird or it's like super like I'm going to take this out into the woods. It's like there's no <laughs> yeah. just like fine leather good. Like just get it just be right down the middle of those two things and I'll buy it. That the fanny pack thing kind of reminds me of one time we were at a we were at a Shields that was doing like a closeout, like literally everything out of mm. there. And we went in like the last day and there was like it basically looked like end of the world stuff tipped over and yeah, like just right. loose things. This uh of all the things, my wife finds this fanny pack. She's like, oh, I really like this. And I was like, you're, this is what you're going to get? Yeah. Like, <laughs> of all of it's like deep discounted. So we go up there and the cashier can't find a price tag or an item number or anything. So he grabs a pack of gum, scans it, <laughs> and then hands her the thing. He said, you can't bring it back. And she's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> we got that freaking... It's a really nice one too. We use it for all of my dog stuff. Yeah. So like, you know. Nice. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I I could do the fanny pack. I could see myself letting a lot of those things slide here in about 10 years. Oh, uh, like, you, know? you mean like the, this, this upkeeping a standard of like being the cool guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I'll reach a point in my life where it's like, I got a fanny pack on i'm 40 just yeah. leave me alone right you know right. <laughs> i can't wait for that day man that's what i'm saying like i i spend too much time thinking about um i, I could do a whole other episode on this but i spend mm-hmm. way too much time thinking about how people are going to react to a thing that i do and basing mm-hmm. a lot of my decisions off of just avoiding comments avoiding questions yep. you know it's not even that i'm afraid of being made fun of honestly it's it's not that because I do a lot of stupid shit that I, you know, wear on my sleeve all the time. But mm-hmm. I just hate being interrogated for like stupid things. 
you know yeah. like if i it rolled it rolled period. in with a fanny pack yeah <laughs> everyone would be like oh why why the fanny pack and i would have to explain yep. it and then they would be like why don't you just use your it's just this whole thing so yeah you know what that makes me think of and we should do another episode on this like cool you know like yeah. what is that yeah not that we're the experts but there were these two guys they were brothers in my hometown who my, my friends and I still talk about to this day that were like, man, those guys were just so cool. They were so cool. And you know, we figured it out. The reason they are is because they never cared. Yeah. About, they they wore like, just always like a camp t-shirt and a pair of jeans. Right. Everywhere they went, you know? Yeah. Not like the most super athletic guys, but they were athletic. They, uh -huh. they were smart, funny, but... You know, not in any of the music stuff I was into, but I just always thought like, man, those two are like the coolest cats. Interesting. And I still think about, it. I still see them every once in a while when I'm home. Mm -hmm. I'll see him around town and talk to him. And it's like, I walk away and it's like, man, that guy's just so cool. So it holds up. They're still cool. He, he yeah, wow. he doesn't care. Yeah. He's starting to get the grays. Yeah. And he's just like, it's not like a whoa far out dude. I don't care. It's right. like a just yeah. legit cool i do think that is a major contributing factor to whether or not someone is cool or like seems yeah. cool is like because it's a confidence there's a mm -hmm. i don't know if it's really confidence is the right way to describe it but that's the only way i can i can think of to describe it like they just are so comfortable doing whatever they're doing in their own skin you know it doesn't matter what anyone says so yeah. I, I wish I could I be that way, man, but I just am not. I think you carry yourself well, though, so don't, don't sell you. There's guys that walk around like, oh, what's everybody think about me? Yeah, you know? that's true. And then there's, you're confident, but you are you are aware of your place in the room. Right. You know? I don't think that's a, yeah, I don't think should, that's a bad place to be, though, a bad mindset to have. So. Oh, I want to talk about this. Can we... After we get done here, can we jump on just do a whole nother episode? <laughs> we, I wish I don't have the t I don't have the bandwidth. I I'm almost yeah. out of words for the day. You know, I only you know, have so really many funny. words I can say in a day. What was really funny is earlier in this podcast, something you said was, "The last thing I want to do when I get off work is go and have a conversation." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was and like, we do that once a week for an hour. <laughs> honestly yeah, but though, it's part of your... yeah it's a it's a thing that i i do really enjoy doing that, that's what yeah not to say that i don't enjoy you know, know. talking to my girlfriend I'm giving or, you a hard time but i will say on the days that we do this it is exponentially more difficult for me to say anything to her <laughs> you know yeah like it it does this pot the podcast just the talking portion of it um takes a lot of energy from me because I, yeah. especially now where I can go like a full three days without saying a word to anyone. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a muscle that atrophies, you know, I have to re relearn is, how to man. have conversations. Conversation is a weird thing. It does wear you out. And I think people always think that I love doing it because it comes naturally to me. Right. And I'm saying, you know, like shows and stuff. Right. But that is not the case, you know? Mm. I do like this. I enjoy this. I look forward to it. And for me, it's definitely, a, I need somewhere to place all these thoughts. And right. you, unfortunately, my friend, are the wastebasket uh, for all these that's things. That's the sweetest thing anyone has ever said to me. 
No, I'm the same way. Like a lot of the things that we talk about are things that I think about, like that I'm chewing on for a day or something, you know, and I feel like I need to to bounce it off someone else. Um, so yeah. it does serve a sort of therapeutic outlet for me or even, you know, it's weird to call it a creative outlet because, you know, we just sit in front of two microphones and talk the whole time. But I think that mm. like, I do need to clear out some of those just like less important ideas so that I can yeah. think about other things. So it's a good mm-hmm. kind of like pressure release every, every week. Well, I mentioned it before too. I, after we started doing this podcast and then we went back on a road to do some shows um, this year, mm-hmm. I did not feel the need to say anything. Right. Because it's exactly that, I think. I was talking to you. I've learned how important it is to make thoughts clear because <laughs> you you just don't, you don't want to sit there and listen to me try to explain something the same way six times. Right. Because I like the analogies. Right. So so I took that into my stage presence and I decided if, if I make a joke and no one laughs, I'm moving on, buddy. Yeah. Like, I'm, I got a guitar in my hand, so I'll just do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um, it's, it's really taught me a lot just doing this and then also just trying to keep up with what's going on in the world so that we aren't, uh, what's the word I want to say? Offensive. Right. You know, I don't think we're offensive people. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's just important, I think, to be like, if you're going to be talking on a microphone and people can hear it, then you got to know what's going on. You got to, at least, at least you and I know how to talk. Yeah. To each other. Yeah, yeah, it's important to to have some some foresight into the the things that you're saying. We both try to be to be good about those things. Um, sometimes maybe to a fault because we have actual conversations about how we should have conversations with each other, like we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> how did we even get out of this? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, this, you know, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some insight into like corporate world. Mm-hmm. No one does anything the week of Christmas, which is this week. <laughs> and a lot of people take time off between Christmas and New Year's. So they just use that as their, like a, a long, long vacation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel the same way right now about this. Like I'm just like kind of checked out, sort of just talking about whatever we want to talk about. So I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, I know. I feel, I feel the same way too. And I, there's a part of it that I like about that too. Yeah. Like, I agree. Yeah, I think when we started this episode, you said, dude, this is coming out on Christmas. No one's going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and just from that, I was just like, we could talk about whatever we want. Yeah, we could have skipped it, <laughs> didn't but you see me, consistency. Didn't you see me down my whiskey like 20 minutes in? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what? What? Uh, like, I don't need this. What are you sipping on these days? <laughs> um, I got some Maker's Mark with me right now. Good choice. Um, I got a really big bottle of it the other day, and the lady was like, holidays are here huh and i was like you're like debbie well, it's tuesday i don't know what you're i was like i'm <laughs> oh yeah the holidays are here <laughs> i guess i'll need oh, yeah. another one <laughs> yeah you had to remind me that christmas was this week yeah but no it's you know i i definitely uh there is more expensive better whiskey than maker's mark mm. but um i like the way that this tastes and it's a lot better than 
Yim Beam. Yeah. You know, my water bottle, my sippy cup. Yeah. Dude, Makers is good. I, I think it's I think it's solid. Um I think it is too. I've been on nice a big uh, a big Woodford kick lately. Mm. Um when I was dude, okay. We have time to talk about this because I need to I need to exp- I need to get this off my chest. I got you're my night, buddy. <laughs> so go ahead. When I was home for Thanksgiving, and I'm sorry, mom, I'm gonna throw you under the bus here. <laughs> she had a bottle of Pendleton and a like three gallon bottle of Jameson because I don't know. Costco has it. You know, like you can get the handles, so it's like I think mix that. I think there's maybe one size bigger than the handle that she she had or something. But anyway, I wanted Pendleton, but I also wanted to put it in a mule. So I uh, used the Pendleton and I put it in ginger beer and I made a um, a mule out of it. And she got Mm. on me because she was saying that Pendleton should only be uh, drank straight mm. which i understand like i understand the economics of this you mm. want to prioritize the more expensive one for you know not just like whiskey and coke or whatever yeah but my rebuttal to her was mom i hate to break this to you but pendleton is really not like the high quality sipping bourbon that you think it is it is really mm. good and it is really good straight but um i i don't like when people pretend like there has to be one particular way to enjoy something, you know, Mm. like I'm still getting, I'm still getting all of the joy out of this that I would, um, if I drank it straight, you know, or if I put it on ice, you know, it it falls apart pretty quickly in my opinion. Yeah. I I don't know. In the, I've seen a couple whiskey commercials lately where they, they're kind of advertising a cocktail. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a cocktail in the bottle. What I'm saying is, the people are holding a Manhattan or right, uh, old fashioned. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of a lot of cocktails, you want to use a nicer spirit for, you yeah, know, because you're sipping it too. Right. So anyway, I don't really know. I just needed. I've been festering over that for a long time. Like Please, going into uh, here, here's the takeaway, and then we'll 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 get out of here. Going into the holidays, if you see someone drinking a whiskey that you think is really nice, and maybe it is really nice, <laughs> and they're mixing it with something, just let them enjoy it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Unless you spent a yeah. lot of money on the bottle and you're like offended that they're drinking it without your permission mm-hmm. or something. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's what I was doing at Thanksgiving. So if that's the case, I feel bad. But just let people mm-hmm. enjoy the things they're going to enjoy, how they're going to enjoy them. Yeah. And it, life will go on it'll be smoother that way it's it's meant to be shared and trust me it's a it's very sad to drink an entire bottle of whiskey by yourself yeah though we both have done it a few times (laughs) in one sitting yeah all right all right guys well thanks for another thanks for listening to another episode of similar vein podcast be sure to rate and subscribe if you haven't already hit us up on instagram and tiktok at similar vein podcast and until next time we will see y'all yeah merry christmas